Hey folks, if you've seen any of the great merch we have lately, we've got Witch Police shirts, we've got bags, we've got more gear on the way. That's all made by our friends at Divine Shirt Company. Whether it's screen printing or embroidery, heat press vinyl or graphic design, Divine Shirts is the place to go for your band merch. They've been doing some of the best stuff from the best bands in Winnipeg and beyond. And if you're looking to get some merch made, head over to divineshirtcompany.ca or follow them on Instagram and tell them which police radio sent you. Get up up your ass and get up on the podcast! Alright, welcome to Witch Police Radio. This is a quick hit, which is a short, uh, I call, I've been calling them micro-interviews. It's a short conversation with local artists who are doing something interesting or new, and uh, as, as, as is kind of the case with a lot of these, the guests on this uh, episode are people that I haven't had on the show before, and your music is fairly new to me, but I think that's because you're fairly new to, to everyone as a group, right? So uh, maybe the best way to get this started is if the two of you want to introduce yourselves and just give a bit of information about what you do in the band and what the band's background is. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. So we are the Haley's, composed of ourselves. I'm Haley Hunter. And <laughs> I'm Haley Legary. Yeah. <laughs> and we actually aren't from Winnipeg, so I think that's one of the reasons lots of people maybe don't know us. Okay. Um, I'm from Manitou. And... and I'm just from outside of the city, just in Sanford. Mm-hmm. But um, this year, we recently moved into the city together, so we have lots of time for music stuff. Um, yeah, we both kind of have a background in musical theater and that kind of thing, mm-hmm. and that's sort of how we came together. Um, but then we also kind of grew up more on, like, Classic, classic rock, rock. We've been in like <laughs> our classic rock cover band so yeah. then that was kind of our inspiration and yeah. like alternative rock bands are more so what we listen to so I'd say that's where our sound comes together yeah and then I play guitar and I play and sing, bass yeah. and we Both go sing. back and forth on the vocals yeah well you know as people who are from outside of the city um what has your experience been kind of getting into the local music scene I know right now we're in this weird pandemic time when no one can play shows anyway but has it been easy for you to kind of feel like a part of the community here or has there been a bit of a barrier to entry? I think it's been pretty smooth. Social media helps a lot, honestly. With that, like Instagram is where we do lots of our connecting with people, like just joining. We get joined in these groups with Mm -hmm. all other bands and it's great. That's how we've met people. That's how we met our mixer, actually. It was like just Instagram (laughs) and just reaching out to people because that's the only way to do it these days. So no, everyone's been super welcoming. It's Mm -hmm. very, very cool. That's good, because I, I, the reason I ask that is because Winnipeg, you know, it seems like a very, very tight-knit music community. And, I mean, you know, I, I first, I haven't been playing bands anymore, but I first played in a band in, like, the mid-90s, and I'm still friends with some of those people. Like, it's such a, you know, everyone's so tight-knit, and everyone's in each other's bands, and it's very incestuous, right? So I, I always wonder what it's like for people from the outside coming in, but that's good to hear. Mm-hmm. What, um, so you have a new single. Is that your first recorded song as a group? Yes, yes, it is. is. We uh, produced that one on our own, recorded it, and then we got it mixed, of course. But yeah, yeah that was that's our first one. Yeah. <laughs> what has the response been so far to it? It's been good. Our friends mm-hmm. and family have been a huge support in all the stuff that we do. <laughs> like mm-hmm. they they hype us up and whatever. Like it's it's great. But then like I don't know, other music or other um, Winnipeg bands or whatever have been really great about mm-hmm. and supporting it. When we came yeah. out with like our lyric video, mm-hmm. that was uh, received very well. So we're excited to uh, be releasing new music yes. in the <laughs> near future. Yes. What has it been like to release music during this time when everyone's locked down, when you can't necessarily play a show to promote the single, right? 
Yeah, I don't know because we don't have a ton it, of experience. It was hard to know otherwise. what to expect, anyways. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, um, it's just all we know. Right, right. So it hasn't affected you because you haven't yeah. had the other. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Exactly. So, uh, once, uh, what, what's the plan? I guess going forward, are you going to be keep continually releasing more singles? Or are you thinking about putting an album or an EP something together? Uh, the plan we talked about was releasing another single, where we kind of switch it up and we have um, other. Really here. Okay, it's going to be confusing <laughs> yeah. for the podcast yeah, yeah. listeners because it's just <laughs> Haley and Haley going back and forth. But <laughs> switch up on the vocals because we are going to go back and forth. So we want to make that clear with two yeah. singles, and then we're thinking a, an EP in the maybe the late late summer. Yeah, can't promise anything. Cool. But. Well, no, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> is there is there a kind of an obviously different style uh, depending on whose song it is? I mean, will listeners sort of be able to figure out? Oh, this is Haley one versus Haley two, or however you refer to yourself. <laughs> I think possibly. I think we have very different songwriting styles, at least lyrics. Lyrics are. I feel like that's going to be something, but Mm -hmm. but I mean, we we're collaborating on all the lyrics anyway. Living together, it's just kind of certain verses will be more one Haley than the other. (laughs) So. Maybe mm-hmm. people can really notice that stuff. I don't know. Maybe we'll figure that out later. Well, I'm glad to hear that you're both actually named Haley, because I was wondering if it was like a Ramones kind of thing where you've just sort of taken this name. <laughs> but I uh, know that's cool. So um, <laughs> where, can, where can people find the single now? I mean, again, I know you, you can't play shows to, to promote it or anything, but it's available online, obviously. What's the best sort of uh, place place to, pick, to give it a listen? Uh, well, like all the major streaming services, so like Spotify, Spotify. Apple Music, iTunes, And if you really want to support us, you can hit up our band camp yes. and uh, purchase the digital track. But you should be able to find it on all major streaming services. What was the uh, reason behind uh, putting together a two-piece band? Because, you know, I'm sure you're going to get people asking you questions. Well, where's, you know, where's where's the drummer? Where's, you know, this person? Where's that person? Um, are, are you comfortable with the size of the group or do you see it expanding at some point if you can find more Haley's? <laughs> I think we're open to it, ex- like open to expansion. Um, ideally, more Haley's, mm-hmm. but I think that might be a little bit uh, unrealistic. Um, so Either way, we do have to keep the name. So when yes. our drummer comes yeah. along, he's uh, he or she that will have to accept. It's too good of name. an opportunity to change the name. It's spelled the same way. Like yeah. it, it's too perfect. But does it? I mean, do you think that like? Do you foresee it expanding in terms of uh, just the instrumentation and, and adding more people, whether it's permanent members of the band or not? Like, are, do you want to have a bigger sound uh, eventually? I'm I think sure. so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just planning for live shows in the future even. Like, not that that's easy to do, but that's the plan is to get like four, four total. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. What's your experience been with live shows so far? I mean, I know you played a show at Torque, I think, a few months ago, right? Was that, is that yeah. the only one you've done so far in the city or have you had a few more? That was... um guess our only real gig aside from his open mic nights and yeah lots of open mic houses <laughs> okay. but played there twice and that was that was really good that was more of an acoustic set yeah just us two but but then we both have experience in other mm-hmm. groups playing like full band live shows oh cool okay okay who, who is anyone that anyone would recognize like are there any bands that you were in before that listeners might uh, be aware of uh just the stowaways, the stowaways uh, they the opened way. for doc walker and the perpetrator no. no. <laughs> Harvest Moon. Okay. Harvest Moon. Okay. <laughs> and, and Harvest Moon, yeah. Cool, cool. So stylistically, how, how would you describe it? I hate asking this question because everyone hates answering it, but I mean, you know, if someone says, hey, I, I hear you're in a band with someone who has the same name as you, what, what, what type of music do you play? Is there a kind of a quick uh, Coles Notes version that you like to, to give people? Um, Alternative rock mixed with classic rock. That's okay. sort of what we 
holds. That's what people describe it as. So that's I think that's I'd probably say. the most accurate description, especially um, to so describe far. the first single. Yeah. yeah. So far. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> Yeah. Right. You're, you're you're new. It could change. You know, by by next year, you could be playing something totally different for sure. Are, are there um, artists that have influenced the two of you that you both sort of agree on? I'm sure you each have your own influences, but is there sort of a, a common ground uh, in, in the Venn diagram of, of what you listen to that 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 affects sort of the sound of this band? Yeah, yeah. I'd say that crossover in the Venn diagram is just full of the beaches. Yes, <laughs> we love the beaches. Yeah, yeah. and they're then, great just because they're well, they're all like girl band yeah it's a more sound and we saw them yeah. live there's really a good inspiration for us cool is there anything yeah, else like, or is that the only one that you, you sort of agree on that's a big overlap for us mm-hmm. our other t- tastes of music are pretty different i think like mm-hmm. i am like lost into the classic rock like it's all of what i like then you like more I'm of kind like of like alternative indie, indie rock like yeah. there's this one band called the vaccines that i'm really obsessed with so if anyone knows who they are it's yeah, a very timely they're... name. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> capitalize on that. Yeah, yeah. So if people want to find out more about what you're doing, you know, the good thing about this being a podcast is someone can listen to it, you know, when it comes out in a couple of weeks or they can listen to it a year from now. And hopefully by then, you know, maybe the pandemic's over, I hope, and you're playing shows and things like that. What's the best way to kind of keep in touch with what you have going on? Um, Probably Instagram. Definitely Instagram. Yeah. And that's at the Haley's Music. Okay. Yeah. Find all our updates there. Mm-hmm. That's the best way to. Keep I think that's, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> we have Facebook and stuff too, but it's usually Instagram that we keep Instagram. up with the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome.
by the stage name Chris Michael. I'm uh, doing a country rock kind of project. I have uh, a little bit of my history with the rock, so and then I've kind of moved into country. So, you know, I've kind of amalgamated things, and I'm just truly passionate about music and the people I work with and the community, and I do lots of uh, outreach things and, like, TJ's Gift Foundation. Yeah. I love giving back, and uh, I think for me that's about what music's about. It's just I just love connecting with people, and I'm always trying to do new things so that I can connect with more people. <laughs> awesome. Well, that's it's a good way to be, I think, for sure. And so I think that um, last time I talked to you on, on the show, you were just sort of getting started with this country persona. I think you maybe had one single that was kind of in the works, but now you've been, you've yeah. been pretty active. You have a lot going on. So what have you been up to, uh, I guess, over the past year or so during this weird so- time we're in with the pandemic oh yeah fantastic covid right uh that's just terrible for every musician out there and every listener because uh you know a lot of us like to connect and listen to live music and be present with each other i mean it's um the camaraderie that comes with shows and everything uh that's that's the worst so what i have been doing was um i've been recording a band anyways i've been recording with the band and we have an album that we haven't quite released so we keep working on it we're going back and forth and with covid we just don't really feel any pressure that we need to release that we've also done an ep with a producer down in la oh cool and that's that's yeah that's been going really good uh, chris floors he's got a lot of credits and uh he's really helped us elevate and kind of reach our goals but every time we, it seems like as we're working with him we're like oh revisiting stuff on our own album the, the other <laughs> album so we've got the so we've got the EP we're releasing right now, and uh, that's super exciting. Um, we, we've kind of backed off on on releasing the album. We want to see how COVID plays out. We've worked so hard on it that, uh, I mean, we were just excited to be able to play that album out. Yeah. Like, that was kind of the idea of it, right? Um yeah, I guess. <laughs> well, one of the things I've no- I've noticed about your, uh, your 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 persona on social media is you've been posting a lot about. Uh, do you have a, a recording setup oh. that you're recording for other artists now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I started building a studio about six months ago at my place. Uh, I took the lower half of my house and actually literally converted. It. So we have a oh, wow. pretty, yeah, like uh, it's about eight hundred square foot studio. So we have a live room, vocal booths, all conditioned, uh, and uh, control room. Yeah, and I've got a, I got a few artists in the city I'm working with. I'm actually looking for more people to work with, and it's not really a financial situation. Like I say, I just love music. So if I can get some people in the door, if anybody sees this interview and maybe they're interested and they want to get uh, some acoustic and some vocals done, or maybe they're a band and they want to start working on stuff, let's, let's put it this way. I'm working on my resume, and I'm more than happy to oblige and work together with other people to help build that. So, 
are you sticking yeah. to country with that with that project, or are you just open to whoever wants to try and record something? For the for the studio, no rock, blues, country, you name it. Cool. I'm totally open to it all. Yeah, like music is my life, right? Like everything. I wake wake up in the morning, and that's all I think about. I just want to do it, and. Uh, and just keep doing it, right? I love it. <laughs> well, I think that's a great attitude to have. I, mean, I think we need more people like that who who just eat, sleep, and breathe music, right? Because that's that's how you get yeah. That's that's how you get the community to grow, and you get uh, by by giving each other a hand, like you're doing with the studio. Um, okay. and that and that's what I want to point out is like so Ashley Struss, who is a singer with me in my Chris Michael band. I've been promoting her and helping her create some singles, and those are going to start launching soon too. So people, if they want to see what I'm kind of doing for other people, they can check out what she's got. Oh, very cool. I was going to ask you about yeah. the songwriter stuff too, because I noticed you've been involved with the. Uh, is it the International Singer Songwriter Association or? Yeah, International Singer Songwriter Association for two years now. I've been uh, been a member with them. Um, I'm also the representative here in Manitoba for it because I'm just, uh, I just love, I've made so many great relationships with so many people throughout the States, Australia, uh, Europe. It's unbelievable. It was like the, the connecting point to be able to meet people and expand my experiences. Uh, you know, whether it's been collaborating, I've done all sorts of stuff everywhere. TV and film is another cool one. Yeah. I've got to get my toes wet in that a little bit. So what is your role with that though? What do, what does it mean to be the representative here in Manitoba for that organization? So, well, unfortunately because of COVID <laughs> originally our plan was to, I was going to sing up a singer songwriter night. Okay. Uh, that was going to be kind of presented by myself and Issa. And we were going to kind of promote that and start creating so- some singer songwriter circles and try to get some people in- on board with Issa uh, who also hosts annual awards and stuff. So it just really gives people a place of community for songwriters, right? I mean, as a songwriter saying Winnipeg right now, and where are you going to go and connect with people on that level of songwriting? You know, there's really nowhere to go. So when I ran into them, I think I ended up finding them on a Facebook page or something. And I've connected with the lady, Tamin. She runs it. And I think now, when when I first joined, it had 10,000 members. I think there's 300,000 members now. That's huge. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so it might just, I mean, the initial when you go on there, you're kind of like, oh, yeah, whatever. But, you know, as you kind of emerge, you start to realize there's a lot of people like yourself. We're all just trying really hard and trying to do our best. And, um, you know, there's great advice from yeah. everybody. You know, you could post your ideas and songs and and uh, connect. You know, I, I just like it. It's, it's something I'm super passionate about 100%. So. Cool. And song, yeah. songwriting isn't isn't uh, specific to any genre either, right? You could have someone, I'm sure, on there who, who writes like death metal songs, and then you're writing country songs, and there's a possibility oh. for the two of you to share ideas and, and, and help each other out, right? Absolutely, yeah. Like, you got to remember, I come from a rock background, right? So, uh, you know, uh, I, I love rock as much as I do country. You yeah. know, I'm kind of one of those guys stuck in a rock in a hard place, because I could be in a rock band, and I could be in a country band. You know, I'm not traditional country. For sure. But, uh, you know, I, it is what it is. I'm country rock. <laughs> do you feel like those rock influences, the, the, the deeper you get into country, do you feel like those rock influences are still heavily in your sound? Like, it's, it, you can't get rid of them? It, it is. But uh, I, I I have really started to round out as a country guy more. Yeah. 
but yes, most certainly, especially you got to remember my circle of musicians, like the people that I, you know, have been playing with for 15 years now, they're all rock players, right? So right. when we get together and we want to start working on a song together, it's like, you're all kind of like grinding on each other. You know, you got to listen to a lot of other artists and, and stuff in the industry to kind of reference, you know, are we doing this right? Uh, are we get are we, are we, hit, are we hitting our target? You yeah. know? So we have some songs on the album that, you know, they've been re-recorded three, four times because we're like, we need to get it onto point. And what's important with country and I can appreciate is the delivery of yeah. the vocals and the delivery and the dynamics of the songs. So after two years of being into country, I'm starting to really understand those things because like when I was a Jack on the Hides, it was about putting on a loud show and like go nonstop. Yeah, yeah, sure. Whereas the, the country, you really gotta just pull it back and focus on the delivery and the dynamics. And yeah, we're doing our, we're trying our best, doing our best, but we're also sticking to what we believe in as artists too. So yeah, for sure, it's gonna have some rock elements. <laughs> right on. So for people who maybe are new to your music or want to hear what you're up to lately, what's the best way to, to track down your stuff that you've released over the last little while? Well, we've been pretty good with, uh, if you find us on Spotify, iTunes and all that, we've got our website, thechrismichael.com. Uh, we're on Facebook. We're Instagram. We're, yeah, we're really, really, really pushing hard on our social media presence. So we're pretty easy to come across we have a new single actually coming out on friday okay it's called heaven on earth and uh yeah we've worked really hard on that one that one's produced by chris in la i do want to point that out in this interview this <laughs> pretty exciting for us we're thrilled about it i think this is uh this is our song this is the song you know right on Only saints know how to fall in love Cause I find myself is trouble Heaven and got angels and we got back roads Mud banks, beers, and four-wheel drives How about that? Got me living down here, it's alright Enjoying the view, having a view Reminiscing on such a good life It don't matter where you find your day Get the sun to shine if you don't let it in. Nothing beats a great sunrise. And one day you'll meet the one in all your dreams. But watch the sun go down. That's how it works with heaven on earth. Best place around. A little hippiness Eating in the buckets on the back of my truck Working nine to five Living for the weekend Sitting back with long necks Sipping out my pad Got me living down here It's alright Listening to Willie Watching girls dancing Life's alright It don't matter where you find your dirt Only matters what you call your home Sunshine, you don't let it in. Nothing beats a great sunrise. 
Yeah, so I'm Dale. Uh, I've been playing guitar in Exomerita uh, for its entirety of its existence. Um, got a new project on the way now. I'm calling it Wolf NFG. Okay. And uh, it's it's essentially a solo project. I want to make it as collaborative as possible, though. So musically speaking, I want it to take a lot of different turns um, from what I've traditionally kind of done in music. Okay. Um, well, people know you as a rock guy, right? I mean, you have that, that's kind of what you're, uh, you're known as in in the city. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and there's, there's definitely a lot of that influence in, in this project too. So for the most part, it's, uh, it's going to be a a lot more of a, a blues rock kind of thing, but there's, there's some production elements from, um, some of the newer, like trap styles that I've really been liking a lot for the past few years that, um, to varying extents have or have not worked their way into EXO's music. Okay. And uh, those are taking a, a bigger uh, forefront in this project. And then there's also, um, there's going to be a lot of songs that I'm not going to be singing on and uh, different featured musicians I want on different instruments. So the um, overall sound is going to be probably a lot more eclectic than what EXO's done. Uh, but for the stuff that I'm singing, I can't sing very much. So it's going to be <laughs> very, uh, very cohesive on those songs. Cool. And then uh, the rest of it is other people. So did this come about as a result of the pandemic? Uh, just the fact that you guys can't play shows with, with the main project, right? Uh, is that sort of why this happened? That was definitely the the big catalyst for it. We uh, So Exo Murda has... Uh, basically a double album that we're in the middle of recording right now um and that was written during the pandemic uh the whole thing pretty much november until now is when all of those songs came to be and uh in the course of of learning how to do that remotely um recording parts writing songs all of that without even being together yeah um it's been a crash course in in how to produce music and uh opened my eyes up to a lot of other possibilities. So I did the, uh, the Lincoln park jam with right, Matt I saw that. and Evan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, that was sort of the first moment where I was like, Oh, you know what? If I put the time into it, like I can do this with as many songs as I want to kind of whenever I want to, which is the other, um, bonus of trying to do something sort of on my own, more or less. Yeah. Have you already sort of figured out who you want? You know, like you said, you're going to be doing some collaborations on this project. Have you already nailed all those down about who you're going to get to sing on, on such, a, such a such a track or whatever? There's a there's a couple of songs that I do have that sorted out on, and uh, I'm just trying to find you know how and when to record those. 
Um, and then outside of two, there's there's a cover song and there's somebody else wrote a song okay. uh, that they want to work on that together, which is really cool. And that's something that I'm trying to do more of with this project. Um, outside of that, it's more of a general kind of ethos that I just want to be able to to collaborate with people there's there's pop punk songs that i've written there's like a few things like that that are okay. just so outside of any any other project i've been a part of and i'm like well i want this to exist somehow somewhere and this seemed like a pretty um a pretty engaging way of doing that i think as someone who's been in the same band for a long time now with, with Exomerta, is this? Do you feel like you have to use a different part of your brain to 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 work on these these songs for this project? Just after so much time and experience, kind of working in that trio and, and writing songs for that that particular sound. Yeah, definitely. Um, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of learning how to do different things that that we haven't done, and then another. Um, kind of bonus of of this new project is there's a lot of um i wouldn't necessarily say like default things that i would do on songs that uh in the past have either been reworked or just made cooler or made to fit what exo has done sure um and there's a few of those things certain whether that's certain vocal melodies that i like or certain uh guitar moves and sounds that um I just haven't got to to use much or to do much uh, in in past projects, and I'm going to get to to feature those a lot more here, which is nice. Yeah, it's nice to get a chance to to, to flex those muscles, right? Yeah. Do you? Uh, what do you foresee as the future of this project? Because I mean, you know, uh, presumably at some point we're going to get back to some semblance of normality, and there will be shows, and EXO can play shows, yeah. and like you said, you have a record coming out, a double record. Um, yeah. Where do you see this project sort of uh, going in future? Are you going to be doing live shows with it, or is it strictly recording at this point? At this point, it's just a recording project. I I, I don't want to to put a limit on anything that uh, that can be done with it. Um, Ultimately, I would love for any project I'm a part of to be able to play shows and hit the road yeah. and tour. Um, but as it stands right now, it's just more of a, it's a recording project. And I want to also um, just engage with fans in a different way than uh, than maybe a traditional rock band has. And I've noticed that uh, through the pandemic, one silver lining has been just that ability to do that i mean with exo in the winter when we were writing these songs i was going on live streams and having people sort of give their two cents on a song or i'd say you know what key should this song or part be in or like throw out a chord progression and we'll write something um and more often than not those actually made it into the finished finished versions of those songs which is really cool, and I think that people's attention being away from the stage and more on the the people who are are making the music. Yeah, um, it's been definitely an interesting change, and there's pros and cons to it. But I'd like to be able to play up those pros with this project. What What the hell does the name mean? Because <laughs> I, uh, I keep I keep forgetting what the initials are after the wolf part. The wolf part I got down right, yeah. but what what is the significance of the, of the name? Yeah, it's uh, 
it's really just uh, a little like tag that got thrown out there as a like a username me and okay. a friend were like talking about something and uh i can i swear on yeah here? go ahead yeah so nfg is no fucking good okay and okay. uh it's just you know i i have a shop that i work at where um you walk through and Half of the tools in there have a piece of tape that say NFG. Oh, okay. And we were talking. We were talking about like, oh, wouldn't it be funny to use that for a name or something? And it just kind of like clicked because I've been wanting to get the social media presence together for a while. And when he said that, I was like, I'm. I hope you don't mind, <laughs> but I'm taking that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wanted. To, I wanted to use Wolf for the ham-fisted symbolism of doing something on my own okay the lone wolf um, thing yeah 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 and uh so yeah it was just you know what I, and it, it just needed a name sure. so that's how it came out what's sort of the timeline for this project when are you expecting to have uh so some music out there obviously you have uh it all planned out and you're working on it but what's sort of the end goal time wise uh late late june uh, i'm gonna have the first single out um and i'm just working on getting all of the material together for that outside of the music too so that's going to be one where again that's me singing playing all the instruments doing all of it and then in the summertime i want to put out a cover song maybe in july or august with a, a friend from the local scene on vocals for that oh. one so that'll differ stylistically a little bit and then i'm already thinking ahead so i've got a halloween song also recorded nice that uh be out around that time and outside of that it'll just be when um if i'm collaborating with people and the timeline works out that we can do something really quickly and it works for everybody involved yeah. then it'll just kind of be hey today's friday here's a new song makes sense yeah that's kind of how people are releasing things at this point anyway just because of this such uncertainty about what's going on so that, that definitely makes sense yeah if someone is you know hearing about this project for the first time on the show and they want to follow you and find out more about what's going on what's the best option there uh instagram would be the the easiest place to engage at wolf wolf.nfg and uh there will be a facebook page in the next week or so also awesome
My name is Gustavo Peters. I'm the lead vocalist and guitarist in uh, Monochromatics. Um, so Monochromatics used to be called Through. Okay. Um, we've been playing together in different formats so different people in and out since 2007. So it's a long time that I've been kind of working on this. That is, yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's always been punk rock focused, and that's kind of where we're at. When did the name change? Like, it's a long time to exist uh, as, as a group in the first place. When did you decide to make the switch? Yeah. Um, so in 2017, when our album Out of Time was uh, getting finished up, um, our drummer had changed at that point, and it was the drummer that came up with our previous band name, which the rest of us ne never really cared for. So we decided that the, the best time to switch it up was right before the release of our debut album. That makes sense. It seems like a good uh, kind of, yeah, a good place for the timeline to, to switch switch it up, right? Did, did you have any difficulty yeah. kind of um, going forward under the new name, or did most people who knew you already were they already aware of the lineup change and uh, the, the name change and what had happened? You know, the funny thing was we we always you know dismissed our band name and didn't really give it much thought, and then when we did change it, uh, we got a, quite a bit of backlash from people. They're like, "Why did you change it?" and and we can't find your stuff now and that kind of stuff. Right. So it it caused a little bit of a rift that way. But, uh, you know, three years, well, almost four, four years yeah, removed yeah. now, it's it's kind of fine. Yeah, it's yeah. been okay. Well, and just listening to some of your stuff online, too, including your latest single, um, I mean, like you said, obviously punk rock is the direction uh, that you go into, you go musically. But um, what do you think is the appeal of that kind of style of, of, kind of, I don't know if you want to consider it skate punk or, or even maybe some pop punk leanings. And that, yeah, that's a, a genre of music that's been popular pretty much every decade. It has a little bit of a boost and it gains a popularity right. and it doesn't really change much though. I mean, what you're doing now, it could, it could have existed in the nineties and I don't think it would have sounded totally. much different. So what do you think is the kind of the ongoing appeal of that style of music? I think there's a lot of nostalgia in it. I think I think if you, I don't know your age, but if you think I grew up with Blink 182, okay. and and whenever I whenever I hear other skater punk, whether it's from 2021 or it's from, like you said, the 90s, it hasn't changed a whole lot. You know, um, where I do see some change coming in now with uh, guys like Machine Gun Kelly switching over to to punk rock rather than hip hop. So, but he brought a lot of those um, electronic elements into right. it, which I, which I actually kind of thought was cool. So it's a cool way to refresh it. And um, I don't know if we'll go that direction, but I just think that's uh, it's kind of neat. Yeah. Well, do you find that a lot of the people who listen to your stuff are people who grew up in a previous area of skate punk, a previous era of skate punk, and have just kind of come along for the ride? They're like, oh, I like this stuff. This is the same stuff I listen to. You know, like you were saying, you grew up with Book 182 and stuff, right? Yeah, I, I think so, you know, um, when we were still playing shows, you know, we'd come to the cavern or whatever in Winnipeg, and I'd see a lot of people, uh, you know, my age, but I'd also see a lot of kids, Yeah. and the kids sometimes have no clue what it is, you know, like, I think some of them, for some of them, we've been, like, their first introduction to it, Okay. and we've had, we've had really good, every time we've played in Winnipeg, we've had good, um, rapport with the audience like they've they've given us positive feedback and uh we've never felt like we didn't belong or anything like that it was 
it's always been good. Well, that's cool. So it's a good, it's a good vibe to get for sure from from playing shows. Yeah. yeah. So what's um? I guess what has this this period of pandemic been like for you guys? Because you know, over the course of the past year and a bit, depending on who I'm talking to, people have had. Well, everyone's been affected in some way, right? As, as far as being able to play music live, that's pretty much not an option right now. Have you guys been able to get together at all, or write music, rehearse, anything like that? So we haven't been able to rehearse in over a year now. Wow. Um, I had a I had my first baby in January, so that also threw a wrench into sure, the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what we have been able to do is, you know, I'll set up a, a blanket fort in the garage, and then the drum we set up drums underneath that, and so the drummer will come in, and I'm still, you know, separated, so there's no contact really between us. We can record drums. And then I can send stuff to the other guys, and they send stuff back, and we've been able to piece stuff back together. And that's actually how we recorded all three of the latest singles that okay. um, you see on Spotify or Apple Music, wherever you listen. Did, it's just kind of how we work things out. Do you feel like it, the songs themselves have a different vibe at all because you've sort of worked them out that way? I like it more, actually. Really, eh? I, I think, yeah. I, I find that writing in the software versus writing in the garage you actually put more thought into it. Okay, okay. What's uh, what's the main difference, I guess? Like, what what makes it? Uh, is it just kind of because you have more time? Is that the main the main reason? Because you're sort of doing things individually versus uh, as a unit. As a unit, we goof off too much. <laughs> right, right. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but when you're, you know, when you you get a track and you kind of have your own time to do work on it or whatever then uh, you kind of put your work into it and there's nobody to distract you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So what's, uh, you know, obviously no one knows when the pandemic's going to end or what's going to happen in the foreseeable future, but, you know, what's sort of the band's plan once things get back to some kind of normalcy? Are you hoping to play a lot more shows? Are you hoping to release a new new record or anything like that? It's a great question. I, I think playing more shows and actually getting out of, out of the province a little bit more yeah. um, is something I would like to see. I haven't really had that discussion much with the guys. Um, and uh, putting out, we're, we're working on another four singles right now that we're going to be releasing kind of throughout the course of 2021. Okay. And then after that, yeah, you know, I would love to sit down and write a second, like a full concept album. What's kind of all based on a single story. That's kind of what I would like to do. Cool. I think yeah. maybe uh, like skate punk isn't necessarily what people think of when they think of concept album. There have definitely been examples for sure, but I mean that's just kind of cool to, to take that that large overarching theme and put it with a style of music that is really known for kind of two minute blast, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think there's really cool ways of doing that and and retaining that that quick punk rock fast shot. You know, yeah. the story may may and may only be. 25 minutes long for the whole album, right? Like, yeah, yeah. But people are expecting that from a punk band, right? They want to hear uh, a 25 minute album for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, what is exactly. your uh, what's your reception been like uh, in the punk scene here? Because I mean, you know, Winnipeg is definitely known for punk rock. We've had so many, you know, some really big name bands that have come out in the past uh, few decades, and there's always kind of a thriving scene here. Where do you think you guys fit in? within that community have you uh, you've been around for a long time under the different names uh have you sort of found a place when it comes to playing shows in the city that 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 you feel like you fit at times yes um the the part that we struggle with because we're not in when when winnipeg we're in morden right 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 so yeah it's a bit of a drive yeah 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 
So the problem there is if we play a show at midnight on a Wednesday night and all four of us have to go to work the next day, it's hard for us to stick around and just hang out with the other bands sure. because we got an hour and a half lug back and and all that stuff. And it, it sounds like a lame excuse, but, um, you know, there, there have been times where we have good connections with people and then, you know, the, their bands fall apart and then the people that you did know are not in the scene anymore and then you got to meet new people and and you know what sometimes we bump into old friends you know like oh cool you started a new band and then we we book shows with them and that sort of thing but yeah yeah we've we've always we've always found that it's it's pretty easy to get along with the other bands what's what's it like in morden for uh for being a punk band is there a lot of appetite for that kind of stuff out there no, no. <laughs> that's the answer what I was expecting, but I, you know, I didn't know, right? So I, I figured I'd have to ask. So, like, are you there know, any other punk bands out there? I know there's a lot of country artists. I mean, I've had a few on on, on, the, sh- on the show, and you know, folk singers yeah. and things like that. But uh, what? Yeah, are there any other punk bands from that that part of the province? There's a couple of like younger guys that are working on stuff, um, um, but I not nothing hugely solid like. Uh, there's a band called uh, BK and the Bad Habits. Like okay. they're kind of post-punk. Like I would more just like rock and roll, but with punk elements in sure. there. Yeah, like that kind of stuff. And you know, like two years ago, um, the art gallery in Morden uh, hosts. They used to host every weekend outdoor shows. Oh, cool! And so I got us a gig there, and I was shocked at the amount of people that came and actually stuck around. You know. I wasn't shocked at the people that came, but I was shocked at how many people stuck around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe you guys can yeah. influence uh, the next generation of modern punks to, you know, to, to, to pick yeah. up instruments and, and play. Um, it, yeah, for sure. If people are hearing about your band for the first time on this podcast, I know you've been around for a long time, but, you know, uh, I feel like Winnipeg's music scene is very Winnipeg-centric, and a lot of the time, artists from outside of the perimeter are often overlooked or, or not even known about. So, you know, if you're new to someone who's tuning in, what's the best way to find your music? Where, where should someone go to uh, check out what you guys are up to? Everywhere. You know, we're on we're on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, all the main platforms, and we do some stuff on YouTube. We, we have our own podcast, but because we haven't been able to be together, we actually haven't done anything with it this year. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's all on YouTube under the green room. Oh, that's you guys. Okay. That's where yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen that for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, yeah, that's where we have a couple of music videos and some, a lyric video for Anthem we did. And, uh, yeah, you know, you can find us there and Instagram. We're pretty active on Instagram. If you, if you want to DM us or have any questions or cool. Yeah.
It's just another 